Hello and welcome back to The Good, The Bad and The Backlog. I am your host, Kieran, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Adam. He's recently come back from his yogic retreat in the Nepalese mountains with the Dalai Lama. Uh, how did that go, Adam? <laughs> did you say yogurt retreat? <laughs> yogic. Well, oh. you were trying to release your yogic energy. No, it, you got it all wrong. It was a yogurt retreat. We oh, it was. We were hanging out making frozen yogurt <laughs> i must have uh, your carrier pigeon must have sent the wrong message or spelt it wrong or something yeah i, I wrote it in pen and um i got dripped some yogurt on it so it smudged the writing uh, i think that's the problem you know it's so obvious now i think about it yeah yeah well the dalai lama sends his wishes <laughs> we were gonna invite him onto the podcast but he uh he hadn't played <laughs> the game recently so you know we had to tell him to piss off he also recently took a vow of silence, so that wasn't going to work out. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And actually, he's uh, he's part of the Xbox Master Race, so he uh, he doesn't have this game yet. <laughs> and he also recently found out he was lactose intolerant, so um, all that yoga didn't really work out the way he was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a poor guy. Yeah. What a poor guy. I, never mind. I was just going to say, I actually look younger in quarantine than I ever have before because I started moisturizing twice a day. <laughs> well, there's, there's some good things have got to come out of lockdown. I guess that's one of them. Yeah, my skin looks amazing. Nice. But no one's going to be able to see it because isolation. Uh, yeah, but I posted on Instagram as well. So, you know, I got a lot of Brazilians sliding into my DMs saying, oh, yeah, your skin looks mighty fine. Oh, tell me your secrets. <laughs> Moisturize twice a day. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Moisturizer. moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> and yogurt. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. moisturizer with yogurt. I love it when British people say yogurt. <laughs> you go, yogurt. 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 Yoplé. It's French for mmm. Uh, anyway, before we get started on stuff, we've got some stuff to plug that we've been neglecting to do. So, Adam... Do you want to take it away? Yes. Okay. So I've been very busy this week because we have set up a merch store. So, any fanfare? Like you're going to... Hooray! Yeah, thank you. So the reason why we've done this is because we've hit a point now with the podcast where we've had to start paying for hosting. So I thought rather than setting up a Patreon, because I think that's kind of sleazy and gross, I thought it would be better Wait a to minute. set up... What? Sleazy and gross are two words that are regularly used to describe us. Yeah, but... So surely a Patreon is just like the natural thing for us to uh, evolve into. No, we're trying to have a brand change, so we're not <laughs> as sleazy and gross. We, we want can't to grow... be intellectual and... Yeah, you never go full sleazy and gross, just slightly sleazy and gross. Uh, okay. So, okay. we're going to tone it down. Anyway, the point is, rather than just having people give us money, which I think is sleazy and gross... Um, I've set up a, a merch store now where we, you can purchase like hoodies and shirts and hats with our logo on it. And it's a killer logo because we have this amazing artwork that was made by a friend of mine. So I figured, you know, why not whack it on some t-shirts and sell them because I would buy that. So yes. Where can we find that? Um, at the time that you're listening to this, if we release it on Thursday night in Australia, will be the exact time that we are also launching the store. So go over to our Twitter account where we'll have a link pinned to our Twitter feed 
at Bad Backlog because once we've launched the store, there'll be a 15% off discount for the next two weeks. So make use of that discount code while you still have a chance to and pick up some sweet swag with our logo on it. Did you say a 15% discount for the next two weeks? I did. 15% off. Dream come true. Goodness gracious. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I should also give a shout out to our artist that actually commissioned the logo for us, who is my friend Blake. You can find him on Instagram at bqart underscore. Um, and he has this really cool sort of manga-inspired style, like very sort of pop artish, pop culture influenced, lots of bold lines. And if that's up your alley, then by all means, hit him up, slide into his his DMs, and ask him to commission something for you as well. So check him out. And if you don't need any artwork commissioned, at least give him a follow on Instagram because he always posts some really cool stuff. So aside from promotional stuff. Have you been playing anything this week aside from the game that we're doing the episode on? Well, I have been playing Suikin and Tear Crease some more. I think I'm about 16 hours in. It's a very cool game and a lot better than I was expecting it to be. I think a lot of people who were Suikin and fans kind of shit on that game because it wasn't like the others in the series, but I'm finding it to be a really interesting and cool JRPG. Is that the one that's on the DS? Yes, it's excellent. So how do they how do they utilize both screens on that? Basically, I think it's like one of those games where I don't even notice that there's two screens. So the top screen is the characters that are in your party and their stats, I believe. And the bottom screen is where you just drag the stylus around to move your characters around. And battle is also on the bottom screen, so you can tap on the battle commands. and. All that so in that stuff. game, have you still got the function to recruit people? When you travel yes. the world. I haven't come across any big battles yet. So there isn't, as far as I know, any massive like RTS, you know, soldier kind of battle situation going on like the other games. But yeah. um, you're still recruiting the 108 Stars of Destiny. And um, the only other difference that I've noticed so far is that you, you can only have four members in your battle party so far. Okay. It's yeah. gone down to the regular JRPG. Four people yeah. standing in a row sort of thing. I have no problem with it, but I, I'm just one of those people that rotates characters anyway, so I get a chance to play as everyone. But I can understand that people want more cool characters in their party, and I'm on board with that as well, but I'm not too bothered. Well, people are very precious with Suikoden, and so many of the big fans of the original one are just like, anything after Suikoden 2 doesn't count. Well, that's bullshit, because Suikoden 5 was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I've not played anything after 3, so uh, I can't really comment. But from what I've seen, they look cool. Visually, they look pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, so that was my week. Um, you, What have you been up to other than the game that we're currently playing? Well, I actually, I think it was this week, I finished getting the Platinum and Shadow of the Colossus. Nice. Which I was... I was just determined to do. I'd spent so long on that goddamn time trial, so uh, finally managed to beat colossi number three legit and yeah managed to delete that from the hard drive so that's that's a plus uh i also i picked up dreams by media molecule this week and i've been playing that a little bit uh that's yeah that's an interesting game i don't really know what to make of it yet i think it's it's such a huge game and there's so much to see so it's going to be a bit of a 
a bit of a time before I really have an idea like do I like this game I, I just don't know at the moment yeah I'm not sure how I feel about those kinds of games like it, it wows me the stuff that people can create but it's never gonna be you know like a full proper game and it's not supposed to be but I think the impressive thing about it is is that all the levels that come on it like like the story mode basically yeah. are made by using dreams yeah so I, I guess it's a it's just a way of showing you what can be done if you are really good <laughs> and probably getting paid to do it. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's pretty interesting because some of the actual player made creations are really good. And I, I was just playing a few yesterday. There was some racing games, which were like, sure, they weren't up to your, uh, your standard, like motor storm sort of things. Um, that's the only game I could think of at the moment, motor storm, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and then you got other games that were just really, really kind of well done puzzle games, and it was—it's just nice having all these uh, weird creations in one place. It's like a cool. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. It's, I've not replayed really anything like it, so it, it's, it's pretty interesting. I kind of just see it more as like a Mario Maker, but with a bit more variety. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. or like an RPG Maker or something. Exactly, but I. I think you could also make a Mario level in it if you wanted yeah. to. So, um, whereas Mario Maker is going to be very specific to making Mario type levels and very good at it, mm-hmm. this is going to be like a jack of all trades where you can really create whatever you want if you've got the time. But I haven't actually touched the creation tools yet. I'm more of a player than a creator, but oh yeah, me too. I will get onto that at some point and I will try to create something. And I'll let you know how that goes in uh, in a future episode, perhaps. It looked... I, I watched some reviews of it and it looked really complicated because I'm like the kind of person that I desperately wanted to make my own RPG and RPG maker like yeah. 15 years ago. And it was that was way too complicated for me. So <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to survive making games in dreams. Yeah, I actually agree. I had the same experience by an RPG maker creating a sprite and then just building a map and realizing that I'm stupid and haven't got the patience yep. for it. But <laughs> I'm just not a creative person like that. <laughs> but maybe maybe now I I have got the patience and the creativity. Who knows? We'll see. I'm uh, I am slightly doubtful admittedly. To be honest, the first thing I did when I loaded it up was just go into the search bar and just search for Final Fantasy because I wanted to play player made Final Fantasy creations. And there were some good ones, so uh, uh okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah, no, I feel like trying to get any creativity out of me would be like squeezing blood from a stone, so it's just not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, anyway, um, so that's pretty much the only thing I've been doing. Other than the game for this week, which I guess we should go on to now. Yes, what is the game? So, the game that we have been playing, and I think a load of people have been playing, is Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. So this game, which was released very recently, on the 4th of August, I believe, it's considered a battle royale game developed by Mediatonic and published by Devolver Digital. Essentially, this game is 
like a old school game show type thing meets battle royale meets Takeshi's Castle yeah uh meets Rocket League no no not Rocket League <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean there's there's a there is one thing in there that's kind of like Rocket League where you're trying to push a ball around um it's not nearly as fluid as Rocket League I think the reason I said that was because of the fact that it's been released free on PS Plus and yep. Rocket League was the same and that became a huge hit and there's all talk that this could be the next Rocket League it could it could well we, we don't know yeah it's also available on Steam um not just PlayStation 4 I think you actually have to pay for it on Steam, though, because I'm um, looking at the website here. It says 19.99 US dollars for Fall Guys. Yeah, that's true. It's pre- it's not too expensive. I mean, it's it's a fairly small game. It's a simple game, but it's one of those ones that I think the developers have said is going to get constantly updated, because like a lot of these online games at the moment, they have seasons, and I think they're either going to update the game levels, introduce more. As the seasons progress, or as the just as the weeks go by, they gradually update it, add more levels and stuff. So it could be a good one to invest in. And I mean, nineteen ninety nine for a game for a new game is pretty pretty good. I know that if you wait a month or so, it will go down anyway. So it's worth getting. I think. Do you have to pay for it on PlayStation Four if you don't have PS Plus? Yeah, I would assume so. Okay, all right, because I haven't really done much research into that part of it. But so theoretically, if you paid for it um and you didn't have ps plus would you still be able to play online if you didn't have a ps plus account i don't think you would so i really don't think there'd be any point in buying it yeah because i'm trying to think back to like fortnite was free and i had friends who didn't have ps plus and they weren't able to play it because they didn't have a ps plus account yeah so i wonder if it's the same thing or different i i think you can buy it without a ps plus subscription but you probably wouldn't be able to get past the menu but it's free right or are they going to make us pay for it later? I'm so confused. It's free for PS Plus members. It's one of the free mo- uh, the free games for PS Plus. So oh, it's for the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not oh, forever. Okay. It's not a free to play game. Wait. So is it free this month for everyone, and then we don't have to pay for it again, or is it free just for this month, and then we have to pay for it later? So if you've got PS Plus, you will be able to play it for as long as you have the membership. Okay. Just like any other PS Plus game. Uh, and if you don't have PS Plus membership, you can buy it and it'll be yours forever, but you won't be able to play it unless you've got a PS Plus membership. That's at least what I'm thinking it to be the case. Gotcha. All right. I'm glad we have a Sony rep um, co-hosting the podcast and those other stuff because <laughs> <laughs> I did not research that at all. <laughs> well, I am just assuming that it seems to be the way with most we play games and yeah this is definitely a free limited time ps plus thing yeah okay cool so if you've got ps plus definitely pick it up yeah and do so soon while it's still popular exactly you know actually thinking on that this is one of the few games new games that i've actually been able to play as it come out yeah i think probably the last game like this that i got new was rocket league Uh so it's pretty interesting to kind of be there right as as something is is being a huge hit yeah i'm usually i'm usually like two years late when half the players are gone yeah or like when we tried to play fortnite that one time and we were like six months or eight months late or even a year late and then then all these little kids are running around beating the shit out of us and building stuff and we're just like just two noobs and default skins getting our asses handed to us just hiding in bushes until we're like the last five remaining no kills and then just inevitably dying 
That seemed to be how our games went. I've got such a good clip saved where we are literally just like right next to each other, hiding in two bushes. And then we're just like waiting for these guys to run past. And then they run past and then we sneak up behind them and we kill them both. And that was the most successful time that I've had in Fortnite ever. Yeah. I honestly don't know if we ever won. Uh, I think I won once by accident. By accident? Wait. No, you know what? I don't think I did win. I lost. I got to. I've gotten to second place like three times. Still talking about Fortnite. We haven't moved on to Fall Guys yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I won. So when Apex Legends came out, that was like the next big thing too for a very brief period. And first time I played that, my very like first time I lost, and then my second game I won, and then I was like, "That's it. I'm done. I'm not playing this game ever again. I'm going out as a winner." So yeah. <laughs> nice i think i think i won a team game when i was playing with someone who was far better than me who actually knew how the how the building worked and i just stayed behind him in his shadow right and (laughs) did nothing (laughs) so uh that poor kid having to carry you (laughs) i assume it's a kid no it's just just one of my friends actually (laughs) oh (laughs) why are you friends with kids because they're better than me at games But four guys, I've actually experienced a win. So already, only one. I think I've I've won twice. I've won twice now. Yeah. Yep. I didn't want to boast, Adam. So I was, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't mind because I've also won once, and I also managed to record my win on uh, the share thing. So I had the video clip saved, and we have uploaded it now to our YouTube channel. What is our YouTube channel? Uh Look, I don't know at the moment. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> it's linked to our Gmail. And I don't know what it's called yet. And I have to go to, I'm going to have to go in and fix it all up and make it presentable. Something similar to the good, the bad, and the backlog. Yeah, it's something along that those lines. But um, just go to our Twitter, follow us at Bad Backlog. We will put all the links there. And then you should be able to find the clip where I very successfully win a round of Fall Guys. Yeah, it's a good clip. <laughs> It's just it's just for our pride, I think, more than anything. Yeah. I also think in the in the clip I'm talking about my sweaty feet again. So Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's do, gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah, absolutely yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> four guys four guys makes you sweaty. I'm getting sweaty <laughs> just thinking about it. My feet are sweating already. <laughs> so we should explain a bit more about how the game works. Yes. So it's very simple. You click play and then you get put into a lobby with sixty other players. So You'd think by that that it's just going to be a bit mental, and you'd be right. Mm-hmm. So um, there's, I don't know how many game modes. I'd say there's probably around 20, maybe a bit more. Yeah, I'd say that's probably about it. I'd have to just list them all. But there's there's a good range, and they all just get chosen randomly. And each, I think it's called episode, because it is like a game show. You, there's usually about four or five rounds, and then... The first one is just like usually the simplest one. We kind of got to run forward through like an obstacle course or something. Yeah, those they are, are my the, favorite, the best ones. Oh, yeah, snap. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because they're the most simple. They yeah. don't really require too much skill. It's just running and bashing through doors and stuff. And I don't usually lose those ones unless I'm on a really bad streak. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So so for each round, there's a certain amount of people that can qualify. So if, I think in the first round, it's usually like 43 or 42 people can get through. So you'll eliminate uh, 17 people. And then the next round, you'll eliminate so many more until you get to the final where there might be like six people left. And then it's just a, 
fight down for the winner. So it's a very simple, simple kind of idea, and it works very well. Yep. Do you have any favorite levels? Well, I think before we get into the levels, we should we should say that um, all the characters that you play as are basically little thumbs, <laughs> or I think they're described oh, yeah. as beans, but they look like little thumbs with faces poking out, and their faces look like little thumbnails. They are themselves the full guys. Yeah. So, they're little beans. Very simplistic, cartoony. They, they look like penises with foreskins as hoodies. <laughs> Stubby little penises running yep. around. Uh, yeah slapping people yeah and um you can dress them up in like you know whatever cosmetics that you unlock for leveling up which i thought was really good because um it's not like fortnite where you have a default skin and then you have to pay real money for all the other costumes in this one like you actually progress and then you know unlock currency which you can spend on um cosmetics and then, of course, there's microtransactions in it as well, which um, you can spend real-life money on to deck your character out or buy cosmetics, but it's really not necessary. So I thought it was a really good way, at least in this one, to not have it be so intrusive. Yeah, there's a few games with the same sort of thing going on lately. So it, it's like you will naturally progress through the game by leveling up your character. And I think every... Uh, five or so levels you can unlock maybe a skin uh, a costume or or actually just get some kudos which is the currency yeah and this this is a very similar thing to to a game like uh, the crash team racing remaster that has a very similar thing and yeah you could just go on the store and buy extra currency if you want and buy some stuff so totally not essential and there's no pay to win so that is a big plus yeah, I don't understand why anyone would want to pay for extra kudos, though. Like, it kind of takes out the whole fun of earning the reward by getting through the rounds and then getting a new skin or costume or whatever. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. But if people want to, they can. And, you know, if they're, if they're the sort that really likes new costumes and wants to stand out from the crowd with a unique costume, then that's good for the developers. <laughs> yeah, I've I checked the store before we came on um and there was only two separate costume packs and then the rest of the real life pay to you know pay currency for um uh, was just to get kudos. Right. So yeah, like you're only really paying for like two costume packs if you want those costumes and then just the currency to pay for other costumes in the game which you could unlock naturally anyway. So I don't I don't know. For me like it takes away the fun of playing the game, but if it keeps the game going and it's a good enough economy to, you know, keep the developers working on it and working on new obstacle courses and stuff, then by all means, keep it in there. Yeah. The fact that it doesn't alter the gameplay at all means that I just don't really care about it. It's, yeah. I guess it's it's, it's no real uh, negative or positive to me to have it there. So, yeah, it's fine. On the costumes and stuff, I, I know that there have been some crossovers announced, like I think recently or, or soon there's going to be a team team fortress crossover with, oh. with a team fortress skin uh, i don't know if that's going to be buy on the store or you just unlock it naturally or you might be given it i don't know hmm. but it's going to be interesting to see some crossovers it would be cool to have some skins from other games coming in from some of your favorite characters out there yeah that'll be cool Wait, was it you that was saying that there was like a Marvel crossover coming or was that just make-believe? That's make-believe. But if you if you go on Twitter <laughs> at, at any time, there's so many people 
doing like skins they'd like to see. I, I saw a cool Ape Escape crossover that did, may well have been a Marvel one. That sounds like something that would be done. That might be why I got my wires crossed. I probably um, saw something in a tweet and then mixed it up with a conversation I had. Yeah. Unless unless to coincide with the launch of the Marvel's Avengers, they're just doing a, a crossover event, Ugh. which, you know, I could see happening. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't care for it, but I can see it happening. Yep. All right, so this game is very colorful and it is very harmless in its design. <laughs> yeah. It is very cartoony and bright and I am a big fan of the design generally. Yep. I love it too. It reminds me of like Gumby or something if Gumby were computer generated. That's right. That's right. So there's quite a good range of levels and I I think I've mentioned before that I quite keen on the the simple obstacle courses and the races but you also have things where you've got to like work as a team for instance like hit the it's basically football or, or collect the eggs blah 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 blah. yep adam do you have any particular favorites so um, far? i'm i'm a big fan of the obstacle courses because it reminds me so much of takeshi's castle and i'm a big fan of takeshi's castle i could go on and on about Takeshi's Castle if you want to know some tidbits and facts but do you want to know some tidbits and facts (laughs) I'm always game for some tidbits and facts about Takeshi's Castle well Takeshi's Castle started in Japan in 1986 and is this game show where um, Takeshi Kitano or Beat Takeshi as he's known in Japan who is this really famous actor and comedian who has been in shitloads of movies and has directed shitloads of movies He's basically like the lord of this castle. Oh, um, you might know him as the guy in Battle Royale who is the teacher of the students that get um, thrown into the whole Hunger Games situation, even though Battle Royale confessed. I did not know that. Yeah, so that's Takeshi from Takeshi's Castle. Um, He also plays Zatoichi, the blind uh, samurai, and he also directed that movie, and it was the best one in the whole series. Anyway... Um, so the Takeshi's Castle show started in 1986 and he plays the Lord of the Castle and then he has like this guy, I think he's, he's another actor, uh, they're probably friends in real life, but the whole like sort of setup is that this other guy is the one that's trying to overthrow him. So he enlists a hundred, um, volunteers from the Japanese, um, public to, um, basically start an assault on Takeshi's Castle and then he like, Takeshi goes through... Uh, you know, all of the obstacle courses and traps that he has set to stop these people from coming in and overthrowing him, which like ranges from, um, you know, like jumping across these ponds on rocks. And then some of the rocks are fake rocks that sink when you jump on them. Uh, what's another one? Like that they have styrofoam boulders that are like rolled down hills and stuff to knock people over. So it's all, it's very much that like you stack like in Fall Guys, you have to make it through all these obstacles and then you're always falling over, you're getting squished by big balls. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. And fruit. Oh, fruit shoot. That's probably my favorite one. No way. Yeah, because every time it starts up, I'm like, shut up, your fruit shoot. So that's it's true. Name. I love the name. It's probably the best name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that one. Wait, I just totally abandoned that conversation about Takeshi's Castle. You were, you were giving the facts and tidbits about Takeshi's Castle, man. We need more. Okay, so Takeshi's Castle was also broadcast to all around the world. Um, There was an American version and an Australian version. And in the American version, they do that thing where they bring over, you know, Japanese shows and then they dub it in really bad American voiceovers. 
and they like chop it up and stuff. So if you've ever seen the Japanese Iron Chef in America, uh, it's that kind of dub. Have you seen those shows? Um, no, I actually haven't oh. got a clue. Okay, well, for those people out there that are listening, Iron Chef and Takeshi's Castle got the same treatment where they they dub over the Japanese people with American voiceovers and they do this really cheesy thing where they like give the characters these accents. Um, and in Takeshi's Castle, they do this other thing where they give the contestants really westernized names and then um, westernized careers. So it would be like... <laughs> This is Joe Costanza, who's the pizza delivery boy. And it's just some, like, 40-year-old Japanese man who's <laughs> bowing. It's like, that's not Joe Costanza, you fuck. <laughs> you racist fuck. <laughs> anyway. Oh, in the Australian version, how Australian is this? Are you ready for it? That was on Comedy Central in Australia, broadcast on Foxtel, and it was dubbed over by Australian voice actors. But presenting the shows, we also had a cross-dressing geisha um, named Beryl. <laughs> Beryl. <laughs> that is the Australian way. Is, Beryl um, the geisha. Yeah, you, you can't get more Australian than whacking a dude in a dress and making fun of a culture. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. From the country that gave you Dame Edna. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Good job, Australia. <laughs> Keep yeah. it up. Or Dame. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's we never we don't do that stuff anymore, which is a bit disappointing because it was um quite iconic for the '90s and early 2000s to have that sort of humor. But there are so many things like that from past TV that just would never be allowed nowadays. And yeah, you know, is it it's good in one way, but it's also a little bit of a shame in another. Uh, I find it a shame because at the time it was quite it it was harmless and it was seen as harmless and um the Australian thing to do would to be make fun of ourselves. So we're making fun of the dude in the dress. We're not making yeah. fun of the Japanese culture, but someone's going to be triggered and upset by anything. Yeah. So, uh... Nowadays, somebody somewhere is going to be offended. So um, yeah. unfortunately we're just like, okay, we'll, we'll stop doing these comedy bits and try and keep the peace. Yeah. Lose all personality and become boring. It's oh, a controversial statement, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Takeshi's Castle is great. It's yes. uh, definitely a comfort watch. Uh, I just love watching people stack it. Yeah, I really wish they brought it back. And I wish that I could take part because it just looks so much fun. And it's the sort of thing where I always think, I'd be really good at this. I could totally do that. And I probably wouldn't. But Well, they, like they ninja- have a modern... Com- oh, yeah, Ninja Warrior. But I was going to say they have a modern version of it through like Wipeout. Like, it's similar. It is similar. And the, and then you also have like other programs that are similar to Takeshi's Castle, like Hole in the Wall, that sort of thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah. They are absolutely cracking fun to watch. Sort of thing I'd love to do. And Fall Guys is basically the video game equivalent. <laughs> yeah. Although Takeshi's Castle was a lot more brutal in comparison to Fall Guys and all of those other shows. Because like Wipeout, you're just True. falling in water. Takeshi's Castle, you are swinging into like concrete walls or you are jumping into wooden walls or you are stacking it in like mud <laughs> like it looks like it's water but it's just mud <laughs> it's like getting smacked by a turbine it doesn't look painful it just looks fun yeah oh yeah you mean fall guys yeah you switched fall that guys. real quick and i got very confused <laughs> oh, i don't know i think i think maybe we were both talking about different things it worked oh, out i was talking end. about Takeshi's castle being a lot more brutal 
Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was just saying Hateful Guys isn't. Nah, I wish it was a bit more brutal. In adult mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a pit of spikes or something. Like, take it down the road of... What was that cartoon? It's like Happy Friends and Friends or Happy Tree oh, Friends. Oh, Happy Tree Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like It was like childish, friendly cartoons, but then they'd just like get a chainsaw light and chop each other's heads off and uh, yeah, like blood the cartoon, and gore everywhere. Yeah, the cartoon thing and then the, the violence, that's great. But <laughs> I understand why they haven't done that is because they want to appeal to a wide audience. So Yeah. Totally That's fine. one thing with this game. It does... <laughs> There isn't really an age limit on it, although from from just first looking at it and first impressions, you might think it's a child a childish game. It's yeah. definitely not. I think anyone can play this. Yeah, absolutely any, anyone. It's um, accessible to kids and it's accessible to adults. It's very non-threatening, I guess. Um, although I suppose as adults, you might look at it and think that it is just a kid's game and then be put off by it. But yeah, I don't know. I think we're at a point in time now where... Like this kind of kiddie stuff has its appeal to adults. So, um, you know, in a world where there's a lot of fucking virus and shit going on everywhere, you might want to switch your brain off and play something non-offensive and childlike. Yeah, this is maybe the perfect escapism from yeah boring reality right now. Totally. But to answer your original question, um, <laughs> I like the obstacle courses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I specifically like the seesaw one. Ah, oh, yes. The yeah. seesaw one is good. It's one of those ones where it really depends on where you start. Like, if you start at the front, you can often get ahead of the group and make your way across the seesaws with no real issue. But if you start in the middle or the back, and then you've got to contend with the rest of these 60 people trying to cross these seesaws, it can get real messy. And when the seesaws lean too far one way and it's just so steep, you can end up completely sliding into the mud, getting restarted from the start and just kind of raging at how stupid these people are. Yeah, I find um, a slow and steady definitely wins the race in those ones. Unless you're out in front, take your time because watching... Everybody run in a pack, like they'll jump onto one side of the seesaw and like not even think twice about it. And the whole thing will just sink and then they'll all fall into the water. And then you're just like, why the hell did I jump with this crowd of people? <laughs> just yeah. waited for them to go. <laughs> exactly. It's just uh, kind of repeated over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, once you once you kind of understand that it just takes a little bit of patience, then you're grand. But as a, yeah. a good meme i saw on twitter you know that types of headache thing where you've got like parts of the head colored red yes migraine hypertension stress and they just had like the full face completely red saying falling off of the fucking seesaw because the other players don't understand physics yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, totally the seesaw is a cracking one i agree with you i like the obstacle courses because there's not particularly much skill involved but they're pretty good fun they don't take long and yeah generally just quite harmless it can cause a lot of rage rage issues though like remember so we've streamed this a couple of times this week (laughs) the one that we did not last night but the night before i think i failed to qualify in the first round (laughs) like four times in a row because (laughs) i got stuck in like a sea of other people who were going the wrong direction and then just like kept pushing me over and I couldn't make it to the end in time because everybody else were being absolute dicks. So like yeah. the the rage that you get from 
failing, not due to your own skill, but because other people are stupid. It's just infuriating. <laughs> That's the thing. Every man is for himself in this game. And yeah. when the physics are like they are, I say in... <laughs> You're not the best runner. You're a little bit wobbly and topsy-turvy. And yeah. if you should suddenly become in the middle of a stampede of these little fool guys and you just end up falling on your on your face, you could, you could well, just roll around while everyone overtakes you and yeah, not you have a chance trampled. to get up. And then, you, and then you find that you're just like number 50 or something and you, you can't qualify. It can <laughs> be a little bit frustrating. Uh, yeah, you get knocked over so easily and then just like swept away by the crowd and then it takes yeah. like a good five seconds to get back on your feet and start running again but by then they're like long gone exactly and this game i think most of the time you are just five seconds away from a rag doll so yes. uh your footing is not particularly safe <laughs> yeah and you can get to the end of the obstacle course and then uh, like seconds pass and the whole thing is over like yeah we were like ahead of the pack um, in some instances when we played, like I'd say at least in like the first third of people and then would cross the finish line literally maybe four or five seconds later, the other 30 people would cross the finish line and then the whole thing would be over. Like it could just ap- like happen in a blink of an eye. Like if you t- make one stuff up, this whole sea of people overtake you and then you're disqualified. I mean, the good thing about that is that you just quit out. And you start a yeah. new round. So yeah. um, you don't have to like wait around until everyone's finished or something. Unless you're playing in a party, in which case you can either spectate your your friend. or And if you exit, you just get stuck in the lobby and you can't start a new game without leaving that party. So that's uh, a bit annoying. And because I don't think you can actually like go back to spectate if you wanted to. Did that happen to you? It, when I was playing some friends last night, they didn't spectate because they were new to the game and uh so they didn't realize that they had to wait for me to fail (laughs) before i would quit so i just quit out um that's a minor issue to be honest i don't really care (laughs) didn't damage your friendship at all (laughs) they just they just deleted me as a psn friend and said they never want to speak to me again so it's no big Uh, deal i don't need friends that fail on the first round anyway <laughs> oh fuck! That, that got me. <laughs> that that was very pointed, and I felt that in my chest. <laughs> I had to take my shoes off because my feet started sweating again. <laughs> if I had to uh, pick a favorite, you know, I'm actually, I've actually come to quite like slime climb. Ah, oh, I fail at that one every single time. It's so hard. It's difficult. That's the thing. It's one of those ones that, although you can be completely messed up by the groups knocking you off the edge into the slime or something, yeah. If you if you get ahead and you and you can do the obstacles without being interfered with so much, it actually takes a little bit of skill, not too much, but a little bit, and it's quite satisfying to finish. And I'm gradually yeah. getting better. I st- I still fall off on quite a few obstacles uh, into the slime, but it's a good one. I, I do like that one. Yeah, the difficulty in that one is because you're running up this hill over a variety of other obstacles and there's these panels on the wall that um, push out. So, um, it will push you off like into the the next level below. But because the water is rising, if you touch that water, you're eliminated. And I had way too many times where I was jumping across those platforms with the wall pushing thingy. And then other people were jumping with me and they knocked me over mid-jump and then I stuck there and couldn't jump again. I was getting pushed in the water or like 
you just bump into people and then they knock you over and then you get pushed down. Yeah. So I got very close to finishing at one point. I don't think I finished that one ever. And I just oh. kept getting knocked down and dying because other people fucked me up. I think if you can get past the horde, if you can separate yourself a little bit, yeah, it's it's definitely better and easier. And the key with that game, because there isn't really a rush, um, I think you actually just, the best bet is to take your time with it like full on slow and steady wins the race sort of thing because yeah. usually that one it's not a final so you don't have to be the first to win you have to just qualify so yeah um, but you got to pass the finish line you have got it you have got to finish you can't wait for the time <laughs> to run out because the the slime keeps on climbing and yep. the arena just gradually gets smaller but every time i've gone through i've i've waited let people run through let them get hit off and i can just kind of go through at my own pace and it works half the time. So uh, for that one, if you're struggling with it, definitely just take your time, I would. Oh, I tried and I failed. So um, I yeah, think if, I if that one ever pops up, I'm just going to quit out. Because <laughs> there's no <laughs> hope for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I can understand that. I would rage after a while too. Yeah. I'm not too bothered though. I mean, it's all it's all in good fun. That's the thing. There is no point to raging in this game. I think if you're finding it frustrating, you just need to kind of take a deep breath and realize mm. that this game is just for fun. Oh, I do have something rage-inducing though. Oh, do tell. Yes. Uh, so I tried to party up with some friends of mine two nights in a row, and we we planned to play at 7 30 p.m australian eastern standard time or daylight savings time i don't know what time it is but 7 30 p.m here in melbourne and so we got ready we all partied up one of my friends even bought ps plus just so he could play this game with us and then we got into a party and then as we were about to start the servers for matchmaking went down for maintenance two nights in a row we did that we tried to like organize this whole social thing and then both nights, right on the peak period, service down for maintenance. So I don't know who's in charge of that stuff, but they should put it on some sort of timer for different countries because 7.30 p.m. on a Thursday and a Friday night in Australia, we wanted to play and we couldn't play. So that was infuriating and I might have sent a slightly angry tweet at Fall Guys. That <laughs> is not good. We still haven't played. You haven't played? No. I mean, we've I've played it with you, but yeah, yeah, my friends that we had planned to play with... Yeah. yeah, my friends that we plan, plan to play with, um, we still haven't had a chance to play together <laughs> at all. We ended up streaming guys. Minecraft. Sort your servers out. Yeah, the server issues have been ongoing since since launch, pretty much. They had a yeah. huge abundance of people come and get in the game. I mean, it's no surprise when they give it out free for PS Plus. And True. Yeah, the servers clearly weren't prepared for having so many people playing. And need to, needless to say, they had lots of server issues when it first launched, and they've gradually been improving them. And for the past few times I've played, I've had no issues. The very first time I yeah. played, I, I was getting disconnected quite a few times, uh, but that got sorted out pretty quick. So hopefully, in a few weeks, it should be pretty streamlined and won't be any issues. But I imagine they will have to continue to do some updates and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can't really fault them for having a popular game. Um, Sure, you could probably say, hey, you guys should be better prepared for the amount of people that were going to come and play, but you're never guaranteed to have a high uptake of people anyway. So, you know, they could have put all these resources into making sure the servers were bulletproof and then have like a fifth of the amount of people actually take up the game um, and they would have wasted their money. So, you know, yeah, totally understandable. Having the issues is one thing. 
fixing them is another. As long as they, just, yeah, as long as they're not the sort who just like say, "Well, we're done with the game now, goodbye," and just yeah. leave it. Shit. But they're clearly not doing that. So, uh, and they're keeping pretty active, letting people know what the servers are like and what's going on with updates on their social media accounts. So, um, yeah, we'll follow I mean, if you ha- if you have any issues. It's been two weeks and they've already updated several times to. I think they've added was it one new stage and then changed the the frequency of another one or has yeah. there been more than one that's been added so far they have just they reduced the frequency of one of the final ones called royal fumble and mm-hmm. they added in another final one which was actually around from the uh, beta test it was a uh, jump showdown was the one that they added right Right. So, yeah, and I think that was after complaints because people obviously thought one of them was appearing a little bit too much and they needed mm-hmm. more final rounds, so they took that to, to, to hand and sort it out. Nice. So, props to them for that. Yeah, I... Feedback clearly works. Yeah, I, um, I don't know how much playtime I'm going to get out of this game. I can see myself playing it with friends for a couple of weeks at least. It's... Like, even just over this last week, I've had a ton of fun playing it, but I don't know if it's something I'm going to be playing for the long term because it does get a little tired after a while. Yeah, I would almost say this is like a warm-up game. <laughs> like, if you, yeah. if you have uh, a session planned to play with some friends, you just, like, jump in for this for a few rounds and then you go play something else, perhaps. Yeah. That's something I could see myself doing. I've only... Like, the, the last few times that we've played and the times that I've played with other people, we only sort of managed to last about an hour, an hour and a half max, and then we start to check out, and then, yep. you know, over, done, finished. Yeah. I think that's fine, though. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think this claims to be a, a game that you're just going to sit down and waste your entire evening playing. If oh, you do, yeah, it's fine. Sure. But, yeah, I'm. Uh, it's definitely just a short-term thing. That's why that's why the rounds are so short. You can just jump in any time, play five rounds, and do something else. I think that's probably one of the good features about it, where you, yeah. you compare it to, to other online battle royale-type games. I know this isn't really similar, but Fortnite is... Uh, you could be playing one round for, I don't know, like God knows how long. It go on for ages, it feels. Uh, whereas this, you, yeah, you could just play five minutes if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I think... Isn't it like the maximum time of a round in Fortnite is something like half an hour? Like that, because that force field closes in? I don't That's know. right. Yeah. 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 But like, I agree. It's a positive that it's so easy to pick up and play and just sort of jump in and, you know, play for a little bit and then leave and then do something else. But what I meant when I, when I said that like, I sort of check out after an hour is that like for an hour, I'm done for the day. Yeah. I don't know how many days in a row I'm going to be able to play um, for an hour of Fall Guys, you know x amount of days in a row like at some point my interest in it is going to drop off completely and i think it's going to be one of those things where i'll play for like maybe a couple of weeks couple of days here and there with some friends and then wait until the season is over and then see what the next season brings and if the season is like two months long then i might wind up just forgetting entirely that fall guys is there or ending up deleting it from my hard drive to make space for quote-unquote real games yeah, that is also my thinking. Yeah. I had the same experience with... I'll bring up Rocket League again, uh, mm-hmm. where initially I played that quite a bit, and, and I pretty much did everything I wanted to. I think I got the Platinum Trophy, and then I just deleted the game. And I think it depends on your attitude, generally, because um, 
I felt like I was completely done with the game, and then you get tons of people who, like, they get constantly keep on playing it, trying to get as good as they can at it. And there's a bit of skill involved in that game, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, but it it depends what type of gamer you are as well. So um, I know this is super popular on Twitch at the moment, so a load of people are going to be playing Fall Guys and streaming it. Uh, eventually, that that is going to run dry and people are going to get bored of it. I imagine. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe two months for seasons does kind of feel like a little bit of a long time. And I yeah. think people will get bored if they don't update it with more levels more frequently so it's interesting to see but but i agree i'm my interest will wane and i will check back every now and again if they if they introduce more seasons that sound interesting more levels yeah but yeah i'm i'm likewise not going to be playing this for i can't see myself playing it for a huge amount of time yeah i i think um the only other time i can see myself playing this is if we arrange to have a twitch stream again um, which was a lot of fun and I need to, you know, do something to keep my six followers entertained. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if you guys yeah. want to follow us on Twitch, you can do that. And we're, we are at good, bad backlog. So please follow us and Heck we'll yeah. try and, you know, stream at least once a week. This game would be a lot of fun. Um, I was actually thinking about streaming the next game that we're doing. Um, but we'll talk about that towards the end. But what you mentioned earlier about, um, skill and stuff actually reminded me that my favorite one is actually whirly gigs i think it's called oh, yeah. is that the one where it has the, the one spinning with the turbines stuff? yeah um yes 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 because like uh at the end there's all these things that's at the beginning and at the end of that obstacle course you have to jump your like time your jumps to jump over that little bar that's rotating um spinning around on those circular yeah, platforms that one's good so, yeah, that, that part does involve some sort of skill and I was really into that because I'm so good at those jumps. Yeah, so I think that one's probably my favorite even though you can get like massively fucked up by the other people that are playing. But it's such a good time with that. So how do you feel about the team games? Uh, I kind of hate them. I think they're the, the worst ones because although if you're playing in a party on your own like with you and your friends so when we played together because we were partied up we were always put in the same team, which is perfect. Like the way that they've done that is great because having to compete against each other would have been frustrating as hell. So I love that they did that. But the downside is you might also be stuck with people who really, really suck or people who are in the yellow team. Um, <laughs> <because> <laughs> like, there are there have been a few times where myself and you or myself on my own or myself and my friends um, are playing a team-based game and then the other three or four people on our team have no idea what they're doing or they are like intentionally doing the most ridiculous thing and we wind up losing like they don't think as a team so we die yeah i've had this particularly with the one where you have to push the ball uh all the way to the goal yeah that one can be a bit frustrating when people grab you or stand in front of the ball or something it's like mm -hmm. what are you doing and the same could be said for the uh four ball the the, the football game yeah and to an extent the egg scramble as well which uh, is just not my favorite in general i find the egg one to be a lot easier than the others because you can sort of do different roles and i've found that the best role i can do for that one is protecting the nest so like people come into your nest to try and steal the eggs that your team have put in there 
but it's really easy to be like a goalkeeper and just keep them down and stop them from exiting. So, um, while you're stopping the other team members in your nest from exiting with your eggs, your team members can be bringing back more eggs and then your points go up. And then eventually yellow team winds up not having any eggs and they lose. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think with things like this, like the, with a lot of these games, there are a few tactics that you can bring in. And yeah. I, I'm thinking as the weeks go by, more people are going to pick up on these tactics. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting how the kind of game develops and how people are going to get better or not, we'll see. Yeah, I'm hoping that the the skill barrier is going to be enough to keep it as even as possible. So, like, I have have complaints about the way the characters control and all that sort of stuff, but it's very deliberate because it stops people from being able to use the skill that they have and then puts everyone on an even playing field. The only differentiator is how experienced you are in whatever obstacle course or game that you're playing because you know the mechanics like obviously the first time you play you don't really know exactly what you're doing so you're just kind of fumbling it um but you can still win as a new player um not like Fortnite when you go in there and get absolutely trashed by people who know the building mechanics inside and out this you're all stuck like you all have the handicap of the way that the character controls and i think they should keep it that way i think that is one of the key features of the game you you don't if you're a new player, there's no reason to be intimidated by other players. And yeah, because there is so much luck involved, you could well win on your first round if you if you got lucky. So um, yeah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. a nice feature. So basically what you're saying is your two wins were just down to luck and you're, you're not actually that skilled. I mean, no, it's not quite <laughs> what I was saying, but you're probably not wrong, honestly. <laughs> well, I know my win came down to luck, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was screaming the whole time. <laughs> it's true, and you have the footage, so uh, yeah, we can all confirm that. <laughs> but another another thing that's, I guess, uh, a subtle feature is that like you can't actually see anyone's level or their PSN name unless you choose to. So yeah, uh, yeah it's just another feature that keeps the game kind of sparse and I guess simplistic. Just keeps it yeah. simplistic, and that works for the cartoony nature. Yeah, it's almost like uh, even though you're playing with a bunch of other people, it's very much like a single player experience, even with people like in your party. So um, even though you're playing with friends and you're chatting over PSN and stuff, uh, you're still taking care of yourself, number one, unless you're in a team based obstacle course or game. So the other people, you don't really think of them as players, more as obstacles that are just part of the field that you need to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, there was this really funny thing that happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, so, I was supposed to tell you this earlier, um, but I was getting ready to play with one of my friends and um, he is married Um <laughs> that's that's not the funny bit. The punchline's cool. <laughs> Imagine uh, being married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I thought that I had his wife on my PSN and I thought that he was in her party and there was only one other party that was logged in, which was playing Fall Guys. So I just like joined this party and I was like, hey guys. And then it turned out to be people that I didn't even know. <laughs> and then I was desperately like trying to mute my mic. and like, ah, oh, ah, oh, how do I get out of here? <laughs> so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Man, I could just imagine it. I love that. And then like the fucking thing about PSN as well is that 
99% of the people that I'm friends with haven't shared their real names with me. So even if I know them in person, I can't remember what their PSN is. So these people whose party I was in, I have no idea where I know them from and I have no idea who they are. They could be anyone. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I just like walked into a room full of strangers and desperately <laughs> tried to leave. It's like when you go to a oh, birthday so party funny. or like your mum is dropping you off at a friend from school's birthday party and yep. you just walk into the house that has the, b- the balloons on the letterbox and it turns out to be some other kid's birthday party. <laughs> That never happened to you. You just start stealing cake and everyone's looking like, who the fuck's this kid? Uh, I swear it's happened to me before. Like as a teenager, I went to a party where I thought my friends were going to be at and I walked in and then I just like started drinking my beer and then stood around for a bit. And then I was like, hang on a minute. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> that has absolutely someone... never happened to me. <laughs> oh, my God. it's happened to me before. And they're like, do you know Jessica? And I'm like, no <laughs> they're like well, this is Jessica's house I'm like oh okay well bye <laughs> thanks for the beer I'm out of here yeah like okay well uh, have a good night I must have walked into the wrong house bye <laughs> to be honest I'd half expect you to just be like of course I know Jessica <laughs> Jessica and I she's the way best <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's the one with the big tits right I'm like no she's the one with the small tits I'm like oh <laughs> Fuck. All right, well, time to go. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Anyway, so that was the funny thing that happened that I was supposed to tell you about. Okay, that was good. That that was worth the interjection. Okay, good. I'm glad. (laughs) Uh, Another thing that I was considering, which I think think we're we're both going to say no to, is do you think this game could be a contender for for an eSport, for being an eSport? Oh... I never thought of that, but I would actually say no. I think I think it's too it's too luck based, really. Yeah, for sure. Unless there's some sort of like they they put in some sort of pro round where they take away the handicap for the way that the characters control. I can't see this being an esport. This is just like strictly party game. People of all levels play it together, kind of thing. That was my thinking too. They'd have to. I mean, I can see them doing some different rounds, like pro rounds or something. Uh, and introducing levels which are more skill-based. But even so, I think the very nature of the game just lends itself too well to being party games. Yeah. And it might yeah, it might just kind of take away from the fun a little bit. I, I just I love that this is the first real sort of party game to be on PSN for free. Like yeah. I mean I'm sure there have been other ones, but this like the timing for all of it has been perfect. Like the whole battle royale thing yeah, it was fun for a little while, and then it's gotten too competitive, so I'm just glad that this has like brought it straight back down to accessible for everybody, regardless of when you choose to start to play it. You know, it's what they needed, especially in a pandemic, so. This game is like a cucumber salad. <laughs> refreshing. refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. I'm going to start commissioning Blake to make some cucumber salad t-shirts, and we'll be selling those in our merch store. <laughs> and we're only sponsored by cucumber salads. Oh my god, I actually might commission him to do that if anyone's interested. Hit us up on Twitter and at us and I'll I'll get him to make a cucumber salad t-shirt. <laughs> I'd I'd buy one. I would too. Great, that's two two commissions right there. Yeah. <laughs> We're just paying someone to make shirts that we want to wear. <laughs> to be honest, I've got no shame in that. True. I mean, like if you can't wear it yourself, why would you expect somebody else to wear it? Exactly. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Um what do you 
think about the community to this game? I think it is sexist and toxic and I think it's racist and homophobic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea. It's not really a community. It's it doesn't really lend itself to being a community, I think. Like it's just regular people playing a game. At least that's my experience of it so far. And it's because it's so inoffensive, it's hard to have that sort of, you know, you can't really trash talk people in Fall Guys. It's not that kind of game. You're not really involved in any of the other people because you can't voice chat with any of them or anything like that. So I guess I was referring more to the shit you see online. So uh, I've been spending a bit more time on Twitter lately than I usually yeah. do, which is like none. And when you look at the comments from a tweet from four guys particularly about like server issues you did have a lot of people kind of complaining and there's you get so many people just saying like fuck the team games get rid of the team games and i guess to be honest maybe it's because i'm not really too familiar with community aspects on social media because i don't really look at it very often so this may be the same for most games yeah but there is there is a lot of that uh complaining about the rounds and I like to imagine that it's just children that are a little bit spoiled in their ways and they just want it uh, changed. I don't know. could be wrong about nah, that. No, 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 no. That, that's not a community thing. That is a Twitter thing. Twitter it's is Twitter literally thing. only there for people to complain and it is a toxic cesspool. I think it's probably the minority, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, you're only the people who are having fun aren't tweeting about um, their complaints for it. They're just playing the game. So... You know, people who are having issues are the ones that hop on and do a tweet, which is why I tweeted at Fall Guys and said, why do you keep doing server maintenance at 7.30 p.m. when I'm trying to play? Justifiable complaints. Yeah. But, the, you know, the people that are just complaining for no reason are just shit talkers. And I hate Twitter. Like, I actually hate it. It is the most, like, toxic place you can go. I swear to God. Yeah. For one, nobody fucking follows us. (laughs) For two, it's really hard to get attention. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> everybody's <laughs> complaining. <laughs> but at the same time, you get some absolutely cracking memes on there. And oh, yeah. I, I like to, to focus on the positives. And some of those memes, particularly the uh, fuck the yellow team memes, yeah. are quite hilarious. Memes are great. Um, I just don't really engage in that kind of conversation with people that are whinging and whining. And I tend not to follow those kind of people because they bore the shit out of me. So... Um, if you want to listen- There's no real reason to. Yeah, I just it's too much negativity and I hate that. Like, I have enough negativity in my life already complaining about games on a podcast. I don't need to read it on Twitter. <laughs> quite right, quite right. And I think this game is it should just remain a joyous party experience. Yeah, so if you're playing it, um, you're probably not like on Twitter caring about what some 12-year-olds are saying about it. It's not that kind of game. Like, you just go and you play. It's not like you can... I can't see this being the kind of game where you start streaming it and then somebody hops into your Twitch stream is like, oh, you're on the yellow team. You know, fuck the yellow team. Or like, I don't know, you know, some bullshit. Like, who cares? Just got to let it ride over you in this case. Yeah. So changing the subject. Have you got any ideas for game modes that you'd like to see added? I would like to see more obstacle courses for sure. Um, the the wider the variety of obstacle courses, the better. And I would also like to see them change up, not necessarily the color palette, but um, have a wider variety of um, graphics for the obstacle courses. Like, you know, give us some other stages, like a jungle stage or something like that, you know, like just Ooh. change it up a little bit to add a bit more variety. So we're not looking at bubblegum pink the entire time. 
Yeah, that would be quite nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, like, keep it coming. Give us some random shit. Like, as many and as varietous <laughs> as possible. Varietous. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? Have you thought about any? I haven't really particularly come up with anything. Uh, but when I was watching some Takeshi's uh, castle highlights, looking at things like the running across the sliding logs, something, yeah. some, something more obstacle-based, more jumping, stepping stones, that sort of thing will be more fun. Yeah, yeah I just agree. More obstacle courses and a little bit more variation. Yeah. That would be ace. And uh, there was that one suggestion we had for um, the team tail tag or tail tag in general where it got a bit morbid and that was um, instead of trying to steal people's tails, you have to cut off their limbs. So, like, each time (laughs) you cut their limbs off, you just collect more limbs and then the other players are just, like, one arm, like, pulling themselves across the floor. (laughs) Maybe they just release another version of Four Guys that's 18 plus and it's just extremely gory and morbid. R-rated Four Guys. And then um, you have to jump on this trampolines that are looking like boobies or something (laughs) and there's just blood coming out of everything yeah blood coming out of the nipples everyone loves blood yeah (laughs) yeah blood blood nah just joking (laughs) maybe not not quite like that (laughs) no blood i am quite excited to see what new reigns get released yep and just yeah more more obstacle courses please developers and they will it'll be it'll be fine So yeah, I don't really have any complaints about the game other than what we've already mentioned. Do you have anything else to add? I think we've probably said all we need to say. It's good fun and worth a play for sure. Yeah, so I would recommend that you pick it up right now while it's still free if you're a PS Plus person. And if you need to pay for it in the future, then I think my recommendation might actually change. What what do you reckon? Basically, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't buy it. If this game wasn't free when it came out, I would not pay to play it, but that doesn't mean I didn't have a great time playing it. I just wouldn't pay money for it because it doesn't have the longevity I think that I would want from a game that's going to cost me like $20 plus or $30. Free, get it, pay, maybe not. Yeah. Depends how keen you are to play some party games. Yeah, because there's going to be the comparison with Fortnite all the time and the fact that Fortnite is free all the time and you may need to pay for Fall Guys... um, I'm kind of weighing up those two experiences and I would go with the free to play. Yeah, it's tough to say. It's tough to say. Free generally does win for me. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'm not going to play Fortnite anytime soon, but um, no chance. Especially not on the Apple store. <laughs> 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 um, but, you know, um, I, I just appreciate that Fall Guys was free this time and which is exactly why that we had to jump on and do this now rather than add it to the backlog and come to it later. So... My suggestion would be if this is on your backlog and you didn't catch it when it was free, um, you can probably take it off your backlog. Uh, But it has been nice to change the pace and go from playing big games to playing this, which is uh, Cucumber Salad. Very, very Cucumber Salad-y. So speaking of other games, we should mention the game that we have planned to play for the next episode. Yes, what's next? Well, 
we have decided to go through enslaved Odyssey enslaved to the West. Odyssey to the West. <laughs> which I think was released for PS3 and Xbox 360. Yes. If I'll mistaken. be playing the Xbox 360 version, backwards compatible on Xbox One X. So nice. I will probably also Twitch it, potentially. Oh, sweet. Cool. I'll try and tune in yeah. for that. Uh, yeah, I'll be playing I, PS3, as usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works with backwards compatible games, but I'm sure it will probably work. I don't know. If I'm wrong, then I'm not going to Twitch it, but the plan is to at least Twitch a little bit of it. For updates on when we're Twitching, follow us on Twitter at Bad Backlog. Um, just don't bring your negativity with you because Twitter sucks enough as it is. <laughs> yeah, leave your negativity at the door. Yeah, that's our job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk negative about anything, man. What are you saying? No. Although I was really surprised that we didn't get a backlash for um, Horizon Zero Dawn. It seems that we articulated our um, criticisms about it well enough that people were just like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't I like was, it. That's fine. I was waiting for the good, the bad, and the backlash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. I like that. <laughs> was it though? <laughs> I liked it. Nice. Well, that's cool then. I swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah. uh, have we got anything else to promote? Nah, just our socials. Already plugged Twitter. Twitch is good, bad backlog. Merch store is coming. Keep an eye on Twitter for that, especially for the discount code. By the time you're listening to this, it would have launched. We have got some like four different variations of our logo design uh, on a variety of different materials and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know, shirts. We've got shirts. We've got hoodies. We've got hats. We've got dog bandanas. We've got fucking coffee mugs. We've got... uh, diamond encrusted dildos you name it we've got it so um keep an eye out and come and buy something because you'll be supporting the podcast and helping us keep it going and you're actually buying something you're not just giving us money through patreon for no reason so and i think that logo is damn cool yeah and i'm going to commission a cucumber salad shirt i've decided that i'm that's what i'm doing we will bring you the cucumber salad keep keep your eyes peeled on the cucumber i think that's it should we uh Pimp our sponsor? No, wait. Yeah, pimp our sponsors. <laughs> Struggling to words right now. <laughs> um, Dr. Kawashima's brain training. Thank you, Dr. Kawashima. You're my sponsor for today. <laughs> that should totally be our sponsor. Yeah, that's my sponsor. <laughs> Who's yours? I'd like to uh, thank our sponsors, Astroglide, for keeping things moving. Nice. I would also like to thank our sponsor, Tinder. Um, which is a total wasteland in your 30s. There's nothing but um, bald vegetarians who rock climb and have British accents. So it's very Fuck disappointing. Man. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't want to be him. <laughs> JK. <laughs> All right, let's end it there. Thank right, you for listening, goodbye. everybody.